0: Hey everybody, welcome to another episode. I'm Matt. I'm Mandy. And this is another episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us again as we dip back into the movies that shaped our childhood. And today, Mandy, what are we talking about?
1: Today we are talking about the nineteen ninety-five drag queen classic. Too Wong Fu. Thanks for everything, Julie War, what is it?
0: Newmar. J- Julie Newmar. Newmar. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, too I
1: tried long, to say it without
2: having
0: to look at my notes. <laughs> too long, Fu. Thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. Nineteen ninety-five. You said right? Yes. Uh, Patrick Swayze, John Leguizamo, Wesley Snipes. Classic. Yes. Uh, yeah, it, oh yeah. Yes. Just a dream dream team. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy to think that like they should have just been in a movie together in any circumstances, but then this this is the one that they all got together with, but. Uh, we'll take it you know um awesome and of course uh we always like to remind everyone listening in or watching uh if you've never found a reason to watch this movie please take uh, a moment and go watch it it's currently streaming on netflix um so you can grab it there uh watch it and then you can come back and join us for the conversation and you're back all right thanks for uh taking the time so uh okay so now that we're in this mix everybody's seen the movie we're all in this together here uh, we don't like to talk about these movies just between Mandy and me because we don't care what each other think anymore. We've done 99 episodes at this point, so we need to get some uh, other folks in here to uh, explain you know, their views on these, uh, on these <laughs> sometimes garbage old movies. So we'll, uh, I am very excited to have uh, on the show for the first time uh, we've got a Grand Rapids area uh, activist, comedian, uh, performer, uh ginger ambrosia is with us everybody hello
3: hello i'm so excited
0: (laughs) thank you so
1: much for coming i (laughs) this is amazing i feel like weird like fangirl right now and i haven't even met you before
3: Oh my gosh, that is really fun. I feel like a fangirl
0: for you too. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> uh, I think I want to say one of the first times that I I met you, Ginger. You were performing at um, the Sun or not Sunday Night Funnies at the uh, um, Funniest Person in Grand Rapids competition, oh. uh, and I think I was also a part of that oh, show gosh. as well. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh
3: my goodness. I feel like. Well, I haven't really changed, but I was going to say, I feel like I used to, like, make fun of everyone else in the competition. I would still do that.
0: Okay. But, <laughs> hello. <laughs> oh God.
3: That,
0: seems, that seems about right. So, uh, what we always ask everyone, uh, before we get started, how long had it been since you watched this movie before we made you watch it for the podcast?
3: It wasn't actually that long. I think... Uh like March during quarantine, I watched it with my partner who had never seen it before. Okay. And so, and then I had seen it a couple times before that, and so I've seen it a, several times. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's at the point where I can explain to someone else like the details of the film, probably. Sure. Um, so it was fun to rewatch it again.
0: Nice. All right. Awesome. And, and Mandy, how long had it been?
1: Oh, uh, it's probably you? been about. Mm, like five or six years Um, okay but I watched it all the time when I was a kid for sure yeah what like to the point where it was hard for me to even like see them in other movies yeah and John Leguizamo is like one of my favorite people ever I love him so much he will
0: always be Chi Chi Rodriguez for you
1: yeah no no (laughs) but I do love him anyways like despite this role I think he I think he did an okay job okay yeah He's no, he's no Patrick Swayze, who I thought was amazing.
0: Yes. I I just, I kept
1: forgetting. Yeah. (laughs) I kept forgetting that he was like in drag. Like I just saw him as a woman, you know, in this movie. I thought he did great.
3: Uh, I have a hard
1: time. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Oh,
3: sorry. I was just going to say, I had not I'd never seen it before and it was a couple years ago I watched it for the first time and I had heard of it before and I'd seen pictures of them like in drag and mm-hmm. I was kind of like they're like who did their makeup like they just look I mean some of them sometimes they look good sometimes they look kind of bad but then I was like oh my god I'd, I had no clue that it was these like famous actors that are like these straight guys yeah. I had no clue that it was the same people sure. and that just like tickled me when I found out that, that was what was going on. So I, I think it's really
0: funny. Yeah, they did. And they, uh, they featured a few uh, like notable drag Queens at the time um, mm-hmm. in, on, in the movie as well. But I was going to ask, so would you have, uh, d- does it take anything away from the movie for you that they used like straight male actors at the time? Or do you think I, I don't, I'm torn between whether this was like a marketing stunt to try to draw attention to the movie Or if it was a good thing to do at the time to sort of mainstream, uh, you know, that as a, you know, just as a, as a person, you know what I mean? Like, or, or what does that mean to you? You know, I think to me, yeah. Okay. (laughs) I
3: think, I think that uh, it probably was like a marketing thing, but when you watch the whole film, the message of the, of the movie is really important for people that maybe would not have watched it had it been, you know they have like Coco Peru and RuPaul, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, and I forgot there was a couple other ones that were really like kind of big in, like underground ish culture. Yeah, um, I, I have
1: them. That. I have them listed if you want me to tell you. They yeah. I have um, Lady Bunny. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Candace Kane. Um, you mentioned Coco Peru had, uh, had a lettuce, which I thought was funny because I'd never <laughs> heard of that before. Yeah. Um, and Lady Katira or Kateria. Okay. Yeah. So
0: those
2: were like the famous, like some of the famous. Yeah, movies. yeah. Um, and I, uh, I, you know, I always
0: thought uh, RuPaul was uh, a very attractive, uh, so in, in in both aspects of of his or her life. You know what I mean? Like he's a he's yeah. a handsome man too, which just seems uh, it seems weird to think that 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 happens. Uh, you know, you can handle that in both sides of things. But yeah, he's well, a, look
3: at me. Hello. There you go.
0: Yeah.
4: All right. <laughs> yeah. <I'm
3: laughs> I feel like as a boy, I look like a, a weird potato or something <laughs> but I, <laughs> I um I rewatch watching it when I watch it too at the time I really liked Coco Peru uh it was in there they show her in kind of the beginning and she has she always has the same hairstyle it's like that ginger colored like little you know with the bangs
2: uh-huh.
3: now she does these really funny videos I don't know if you've seen them on YouTube but she like goes through stores in drag and her drag is very like passable looking like it might be hard for people to know that it's a drag queen they might just be like what is happening um but it's not very like offensive how she looks it's not Mm -hmm. like a lot and so she goes through like target and you know all these other stores and like picks things out and will like narrate her whole trip to the store, and it's so <laughs> stupid. But I—that's how I found. No, I, I want all celebrities to do this, just so <laughs> <Yeah>. you know.
1: <laughs> I want to see Morgan Freeman walking through Target yeah. and like being like, "Oh, like what can I get? Oh, look at these toothbrushes, or two for one, or whatever you know, like
3: whatever they yeah. do." Yeah, it is so funny. I'm like, what is going on? So then I <laughs> saw her in the movie, and I kind of was like. I I at first I thought oh wow that person looks just like this person on YouTube who's a lot older now in the like in the face mm-hmm. and then I realized oh my gosh that is the same actor um and he was in this movie so sure. yeah I thought that was really cool
0: So overall do you feel like this is a plus then to the community like to the drag queen community or do you think this I was do. a detractor I think that
3: if it came out now it would be uh well, there, some of the jokes and things would get in trouble yeah but I think for at the time I think it sends a really good message of like coming together especially at the end when you have like the women who are saying like no I'm a drag queen and the men sure. saying like no I'm a drag queen and they're all kind of standing in the way and we kind of see that now and like with like activist work that I do a mm-hmm. lot of people who are involved in that were, you know people who are privileged or at the forefront are supposed to stand in the way and that movie like subtly kind of slid that in without it being too um, aggressive so I think that's really interesting that they kind of put that in there
1: yeah absolutely it really I felt like oh my gosh this is so what's happening right now you know in the world so Matt Matt, we never asked you um, how long had it been since you've seen
0: it oh it had been years and years probably I don't know, 20 years or so. But my mom, this was actually a a big favorite of my mom. Uh, She was a huge uh, Patrick Swayze fan, and I just remember this is when she would sit down to watch a movie, it would be this most uh, often, you know, like, um, so I just sort of watched it vicariously through her, kind of in the room, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, I would, uh, I I was glad to watch it again, honestly. I was like, oh, this, I remember this, and as it was happening in the movie, I was like, oh my god, I, I totally remember, you know, this part, and this is what happens, and so basically just to give kind of did, a brief rundown because a lot did, of people did you
1: remember that robin williams was in it because i just about shit my pants <laughs> yeah. came out and i was like oh my god i totally forgot he was
0: in this movie well the very beginning i noticed like the opening credits had very had very much a birdcage vibe to them like the pastel colors <laughs> and everything else and i was like no shit like robin williams is in this as well so um <laughs> we and we had discussed maybe doing birdcage as well mm-hmm. um which uh obviously is kind of a similar vibe for his character in this movie. It's like they just transplanted him out of this movie and (laughs) put him into bird. Um, Sorry, uh, I mean to interrupt you. You were going to kind of summarize for us. I was just, uh, so it's basically a a competition where uh, drag queens are competing against each other. And the winner gets a trip to Los Angeles and it happens to be this year that the winners are tied. It's Wesley Snipes and uh, Patrick Swayze. And they get a trip to Los Angeles and rather than... Noxima and Vita. That's true. Yep, Noxima Jackson <laughs> and Jesse's uh, Jesse's uh, daughter.
3: Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I love what she said. That I cracked
0: me up. <laughs> uh, and they decide to take a sad little Latin boy in a dress uh, with them to Los Angeles. And so, of course, they uh, fish out of water. They get trapped somewhere along the way. Do we even know where they ended up? What town they're in or... I I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, um,
1: yeah, oh, oh, no. I know.
0: It's a real town. Somewhere in middle America. I know that. Yes. Um, in the backwoods. (sighs) And, uh, and then, yeah, they just have to, uh, kind of make do while their car is broken down for a few days. So basically, the whole movie takes place over the span of, what, like a three day trip Mm -hmm. or whatever period, whether waiting for parts for a shitty Cadillac. So, yeah, and that's where we, uh, that's where we end up. So, uh, Ginger, uh, do you have I was going to say uh other Patrick Swayze films that you're uh that you enjoy at all or any of these guys uh, Patrick Swayze yeah. Wesley Snipes or John Leguizamo films?
3: Yeah, I I really obviously I love Ghost. Okay. Um that gets me emotional whenever I watch it, it is so sad. Um <laughs> John I can't say his last name. But,
0: John Leguizamo, uh, sure.
3: Leguizamo? listen as a half mexican i love saying that to like other i'm like i can't say your name Um, (laughs) and i'm not going to um i've seen him in other films too but i it's funny because the little latin boy and drag thing Mm -hmm. i had heard that so i'm you know being half mexican i had heard that so many times from older drag queens and i was like what are they taught like what i thought it was funny but i was like at, at one point I was like Are they talking about me? Because they're all saying it There's no way that they all know that And yeah. then I would see it on Twitter and I was like Hold on, so when I heard it in the film I was like, oh, okay There,
0: there, we go. there it is, yeah so, I, think, I think this yeah. clip is, is that Real quick, so I'm gonna, this is, introduces the three The main three here That
2: little Latin boy in drag is crying Find out why that little Latin boy in drag is crying <laughs> Little Latin boy in drag why are you crying? Cause, just because the two of you are so pretty. You know,
4: you're so afraid. That's oh, so sad. Yes, yes, of course we're pretty. But <laughs> why are Of you course crying? we're pretty. I love it. Maybe she That's just found out my new
0: I'm like, I know. <laughs> yeah, Wesley Snipes is like okay. totally
1: <laughs> racist. <laughs> Wesley Snipes is totally racist yeah, towards Chi Chi.
3: There's a lot going on there. I was like, oh.
0: Okay. We also got a weird racist vibe from uh, John Jacob Jingleheimer there when he was all uh, he said talking about getting a mule and forty acres and nonsense. Yeah. I was like, just kidding, you know, but I was like, whoa, hold." hold yeah. On. We we talked about Robin Williams. Let's play a clip of him real quick here just for everyone to kind of get a vibe of what he was in this movie.
4: Oh, V the V the come va, uh, darling. <laughs>
0: I just want a oh, friend shit, like him I, want, I need Robin Williams in my life
2: Someone
1: who's constantly
0: over the top
3: It's like they took one of the characters When they put him in drag And Mrs. Doubtfire And they like put it here They were like that's that Do that <laughs> 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 they robusto, and
2: Nazima, you remember John Jacob. You know, sure. Oh,
0: yes. His name is my name, too. People always <laughs> shout, I hate that.
3: Too, <laughs> too, yeah. I hate that. <laughs> it's so funny because, dra- I mean, a lot of queer people that I'm friends with and drag queens, they really are that fast and quick, and you'll miss you know, that joke, sure. and then you'll think about it. I was re- I, re-watching this film. I was like, oh my God, like all these, like going back and forth. That really is how it is. Mm-hmm. And I really, you know, with like the older queens to the younger queens, that really is how it is too. And I, it's weird because I think that John's character, the little Latin boy in drag, it really is representative of like a booger, which is like what they sometimes call like ugly, younger, queens who don't know what they're doing it really is like spot on because there's so much confidence but there's okay. not any type of under like polish or understanding okay and because i'm polished now <laughs> so, <laughs> a, so, i decided to do a vita look.
1: yeah and you said that it takes you three hours to look this yeah. beautiful
3: yeah oh, yeah I that's amazing v, so
1: so how oh long my gosh you? i am so honored that you did this for us seriously <laughs> I love well i well, I sit in my basement. I went to the beach and I didn't even wash my hair afterwards. So like I, I look I look horrid in my Oh in my t shirt that Matt's wife made. Yeah, it's one me, of my merch so.
0: shirts for my comedy. <laughs> yeah. there you go. And I'm wearing a, a six member mafia shirt from the Elemental Podcast. So There you
1: go. Uh, there go. Um, but <laughs> That's
0: yeah, I amazing. do wanna I do wanna uh, recommend that anyone we are also on YouTube if you're just listening to this as a podcast. Uh, and you can see Ginger in full glory on the YouTube channel. So <sighs> Uh you can see what took three hours to get there. But I did want to ask you, it took you three hours today to get here, but how long did it take you to get here in life? Like how how long yeah. has this process been been going on for you?
3: Oh gosh. Um it's been since um I would say like two thousand like two
2: thousand fourteen.
3: Okay. okay. Um but it went through different phases of like um trying to like blend in and fit in and see where you fit in and how does that correspond to how you look and do you want your look to um, look like other people? How can you make it your own? And so it's been like a, a long, you know, trying to figure that out.
0: Okay. So, yeah. Um. So awesome. has it been a sort of a changing process or was this always your, your look or always your intent from the beginning? I always
3: wanted to, uh, I always saw my name. Um, It comes from, uh, the first name is because I'm actually a redhead.
4: Mm -hmm. Um,
3: And so I like to do like red hair like this sometimes because that's really what my hair looks like.
4: You Um, are the rare
1: redheaded Mexican. They are so rare.
3: (laughs) Yes, they are. (laughs) They're there. Um, Yeah, my dad is red haired. My mom is a Mexican person. Um, And so, um, yeah, I, the ginger thing, I have a super hot aunt who's also super smart. Uh, but her name is Ginger. She's a, I think she she has, like, doctorates or something, or she's a doctor. I don't know. Um, but she's really smart. But she's also really, 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 like, looks like a Barbie.
2: Okay. Um,
3: so she's, like, science Barbie. And I also <laughs> nice. always Ginger. So I was like, that's a girl's name. Um, but it took quite a while. I think for a long time I had fire engine, like, red hair. Okay. And sometimes I'll do that to kind of go back to it. But I think I go through phases. Right now I'm doing a lot of, like, bright orange or ginger hair Mm -hmm. um, for like the summertime and then sometimes I'll change it up and scare people and do like a blonde hair Um, but it just depends on like if I'm doing a character or if I'm just doing like the ginger thing or or whatnot so like I did a roast and I had like fire colored hair um, to do like a roast and to really like take it literally Um, so yeah it took it took a while to get to figure out I think for a while I was like, I'm going to be a pinup girl. And then I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't have uh, makeup or like a breastplate to make things look real. So this is like not real. Um, It's like a t-shirt on my actual skin. Um, But I didn't have like the resources to do that. So I, then I was like, well, I'm going to try to, you know, look as womanly as possible, and that didn't really work too well because I had I was wearing a lot of light makeup and I didn't have like a lot going on. And then I think I found like a good balance between the two, where it's a drag queen, sure. it's still pretty, but the things that come out of my mouth are disgusting. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna ask what is your
0: what is your favorite way to perform? Is it is it doing comedy or is my it My
3: favorite way is to do a uh, a song that everyone knows and cut it up with the music on like Audacity or something Mm -hmm. and uh, put in some type of like funny current events or political clips in there and like mess with the song. And that comes from looking at other drag queens like Miss Cracker or Bob the drag queen who they really do. I don't know if you've heard of like Bob the drag queen, but like Bob is big old bottom. That's like a funny thing. So his name is Bob the drag queen. Um, and then Ms. Cracker uh, is also, so they're New York queens, mm. and they do, like, these mixes. I know Miss Cracker does, like, a, a mix of, like, an angry wife, and she's driving in a car. And so the whole performance, she's actually, like, it's very impressive. She's, like, sitting, kind of standing, like, like she looks like she's sitting in a car, but she's sure. actually just, there's nothing there. It's just her body. And mm-hmm. so She's, she's squatting yoga. that whole time? Yeah, she's squatting. That's the word. I was like, what's the word? Oh, my gosh. She's squatting. And um, she, it, then it cuts into Before He Cheats by Carrie Underwood and then "Oh, that's awesome. by Jasmine Sullivan. So it's like, you know, she – so I like to do that. I did like a um, – for Quarantine, I did All By Myself about COVID-19. <laughs>
0: okay.
3: Um, and so a lot of people know that song. And then I was like, Let, what – like, you know, a lot of people feel like they're going nuts. And so I want to show like a woman who's like going nuts. Um, but I – it talks in the beginning about when I was young. So I did like a really old woman look and did wrinkles and like old hair and whatever. And then I had to take a shower, change out of it, redo my makeup to look young and do like a flashback scene. So it was a lot of work, but I like to do kind of like mainstream popular songs that are kind of going on or people classic songs and Mm -hmm. then stop them in the middle of it and have people kind of be like, whoop and do something funny. Um, like I, I know I just did physical by Dua Lipa, which is like popular yeah. right now. And it sounds like a workout, 80s workout song.
0: Are these, um, So are these videos that people can can find of yours Yes, yeah, that's
3: on YouTube. If you just YouTube, search okay. my name, it'll come up. Awesome. Um, so yeah, just trying to do stupid, funny. And instead of a normal workout, I did a workout with a bunch of dildos and so oh my god
1: that is amazing
3: (laughs) yeah so basically just trying to pervert you know make things a little bit more perverse than they are and hopefully really the goal is hopefully to make people laugh at the end of the day because things are especially right now are so stressful and so rough oh
4: for sure
1: totally i mean the fact that we even started doing this on zoom was because we were quarantined so Yeah. yeah
3: and it's it's a lot
0: yeah. it. I mean, and I toyed with the idea of taking like a week off and just letting like, there's no, like a lot of people don't want to laugh right now or they don't want to be, you know, finding this entertainment. They want to use their uh, time elsewhere to, to make a difference. But there's also the people who need a distraction and need to, you know, just kind of continue on with their regular schedule and, and, and stay the course, you know, and so we're, we're here for that too. So um, right. I do want to uh, jump into a couple more clips here. I've got... Uh, this is when they discuss, uh, when they're telling, uh, John Leguizamo, Chi-Chi, that she is just a, a boy in a dress here.
3: <laughs> Darling, if you're going to become a drag queen, you're going to have to learn these things. What do you mean be a drag queen? I am a drag queen. <laughs> oh, no, no, no,
2: no. You will simply put a boy in a dress. When a straight man puts on a dress and gets his sexual kicks, he is a transvestite. When a man is a woman trapped in a man's body and has the little operation, he is a transsexual. I know that. When a gay man has way too much fashion sense for one gender, he is a drag queen. Thank you. And when a tired little Latin boy puts on a dress, he is simply a boy in a dress.
3: <laughs> oh, my so, God. So
1: I do have to say, as much as I love John Leguizamo, mm-hmm. Um, you know how I'm obsessed with teeth? Sure. The lipstick just exacerbated the fact that yeah. he has horrible teeth. I mean, and it's not even that his teeth aren't healthy or they're not straight. It's just the way that they are. I feel like he is ready to bite into someone's neck. <laughs> because, and, and the lipstick, like, just because I love him. I love him in, like, Romeo and Juliet. Um, I love his one-man show. The Happening. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, not so much. No. Um, execu- I thought he was great in Executive Decision. Okay. Um, but he like seeing him in this with all the red lipstick, I just mm-hmm. felt like he was vampire-esque. Like I was like, I couldn't. Well, well he has
0: like the the super pale uh, skin too. And yes. they even make the joke in the film about how he's going to pick a, a shade that's more closer to Close. his uh, body yes. type, yeah, to his skin yeah. type.
1: And I do have to say too that I was. I did not enjoy his character leading on that young man who okay. was just so dopey. And, you know, like I realized that she, you know, had a self esteem issue and she needed to have that kind of like uplifting thing. And obviously she ended up making the right decision. But the whole time, I like as a kid, I was just like, yeah, whatever. But as an adult that's obviously <laughs> had my heart broken like more times, I'm like, oh yeah, this is not good. Especially sure. I'm such not, an impressionable kid that doesn't know anything <laughs>
4: yeah
0: speaking of that kid that's the same kid from uh dazed and confused dazed and confused yeah yeah, yeah. Yes. there's a bunch um, of folks in this movie that we've had we've done we other episodes so with
3: so many i don't know yes. what the name of the actress is that gets like the battered woman character but i love her stockard channing
1: yes she, oh, she is like there's something about her look that is mm-hmm. just like I, it's so unique and like I don't know if it's her eyes are like slanty kind of on the sides or what it is. I just think she's super beautiful. Oh, I've just voice. I've been in
0: love with her ever since uh, Rizzo. Yeah, Rizzo from Greece, man. When she when she sings, there are worse things I could do. I uh, yeah, like I just yeah, that makes me sad. Oh, are you just realizing this was Rizzo from Greece? No? <laughs> I'm gonna
3: go. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Uh, had no clue. Now I can see it.
0: Wow. Yeah, for sure.
3: Um Wow. So does she talk like that? Like all Southern, or is that not real?
0: I I think it's a put-on. I think it's Yeah. I think it's just yeah. I An actress. Yes, I was going sure. to say her
3: voice transports me to a cracker barrel, but <laughs>
0: well, it
3: still does. Yeah, for sure. It does, yeah. But
0: she's oh my, probably girl, my standout good. performance in this movie, just without and she doesn't really say a ton. Like there's not a lot mm-hmm that she really talks about other than her kind of monologue toward the end when she gives, when she says that she loves uh, Vita and and that she thinks of her as an angel instead of a man or a woman and all that stuff. Um, But just her in that situation, you feel so bad for her and you just want her to leave and get out of there. But you realize, like she said, she's got responsibilities there and they do end up getting rid of uh, Virgil. So I guess we think, I mean, in reality, Virgil's going to just go, on a bender for a weekend and then come back and beat the shit out of her again after they yeah. leave but you know
3: they should kill them
0: yeah, that's for sure, yeah. right could have had a dixie chick yeah goodbye earl i was
1: thinking but oh, here I is, do a- oh go ahead Sorry. i was just
0: gonna say here is virgil just in case in case we want to put a voice to the person that everyone hates in this movie
1: you put spices in here
0: it's so white of him you so put spi- any kind of spice at all
1: yeah i need this <laughs> to be bland
3: any white woman at a thai restaurant she's like Do you what? want to make me
1: yeah.
2: what are you arguing with it's paprika me? i'm not you want
3: me to- <laughs> she's like girl it's just black pepper i don't <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> although i mean that was kind of a rude thing. she just walks in and starts dumping shit into a pot right
3: <laughs> She is out of control. Yeah, I also love this movie. I love and I think it's so stupid that they're in drag for like the entire movie. Like they <laughs> yeah. never are really out of drag, which is not. i because I think that's a big question that people ask is mm-hmm. like, oh, is this your lot? Like, is this do you want to be a woman? And like, is this your you know the ultimate goal? <laughs> and I'm like, girl, no. This is a goal for tonight to make a hundred dollars.
4: Yeah. Then, that-
3: the next goal is to go to sleep. So I think it's just funny that they're in drag, and it's also funny that it's never questioned or like mentioned. They just kind of like every character just rolls with it, and they're like, yeah. "Okay." Well, so anyway, and
0: that's I'm what like, we woke well, up. We rolled out of bed like this. That's what right. Doing. Yeah. Uh, that's what I was gonna. So for you, for doing like comedy stuff, it's tough to do. Like you can't just drop in on an open mic, really. Right. And and try out some stuff because it's gotta it's gotta come off differently as Ginger. And, mm-hmm. you know, when you're trying jokes out or doing things as Ginger and you're not in the full uh, get up there, it, it's got to be uh, a different sort of vibe to it. It's, it's, I assume it's tough to do to try out material because you really got to put your all into it.
3: I really do. Yeah, I, I've what I've been trying to do recently is work with some of the funny girls who I'm really good friends with mm-hmm. and kind of do a little bit more of like anecdotal, like making talking about my childhood as sure. a gay person. I think people are really interested in that kind of stuff. Uh, like they're they're interested in seeing the drag queen, but they want to know what's what. How how did we get here? Kind sure, of. what's
0: behind that? Yeah,
3: so it is very hard, and I. But I also think that's part of the the magic behind it, and the illusion is that uh, a lot of people are like, just come as Nate, just come as a boy. Sure, and I'm like, no, no, no. The part, the magic of it is that I. The illusion is is kind of with the same with the movie is that the illusion and the fantasy of being this you know creature that I can just show up. Um, and it's also um, I think sometimes a bit intimidating for other people because it's like, oh, there's that thing and mm-hmm. they're gonna make jokes. And so I always was like, I want to show up correct and in this every time um, to really like, even if people don't think I'm funny or they don't they don't want to hear what I have to say, they have to see it. Sure. And so that is really. Um, what's behind being in drag and doing comedy is because people have to see a queer person. They can't look away mm-hmm. and they don't really want to look away. It's like it's either really weird to them or it's really pretty. So sure. Um it is hard to like just kind of on a whim. And yeah. so I try to do some like joke writing before coronavirus with people at bars <laughs> and things. Now I'm like, I don't <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um,
2: oh
0: I haven't written a joke in so. three months myself or or more. It
3: is,
1: it the world, the, our our country is is the joke. Our our politics. <laughs> right. It's just I've
0: like, had so our, much time. I've had so much time on my hands, and I've done nothing productive as far as comedy goes. And I, it makes me sad every day. But there's just nothing yeah. I can do. I usually draw most of my comedy from experiences, and I'm experiencing nothing. Like, nothing. Literally nothing every day. Right. So you know that's kind of how it works. But you said, um, kind of people want were interested in your your backstory or or you as a, a child and coming and and we generally ask our guests. If we were to give the reins to you on this and say, because we make you watch a movie that, that shaped our childhood, but what would you say if we were to give you the reins and say pick a movie that shaped your childhood and make us watch it, what would that movie be?
3: Oh my gosh, I don't know. Actually, speaking of um, a, a movie that I always make people watch. But, <laughs> um, it's a sad movie, but I not a sad I mean it's like a drama, but it's sad. But it's a uh, bicentennial man with Robin Williams. Oh wow! Okay, I'm not really sure why, <laughs> but I used to watch it all the time, and I th- I think it's because a lot of people died when I was younger, and I think maybe I you know subconsciously like wanted people to live for a really long time. Okay. Now I'm realizing that as an adult, but I make everyone watch. I'm like, have you seen this movie? <laughs> it's just random people. Yeah. Um, and I actually was in a um a queer webinar thing about different media and they mentioned bicentennial man as a uh trans has a trans narrative to it where this person is transitioning from one thing to another and i was like oh my god i also <laughs> a queer person so maybe i really yep. you know i'm not a trans person but maybe i really really liked it for that reason so i love mm-hmm. bicentennial man i love Robert williams okay. um and I don't know if that really shaped my childhood, but I always make people watch them.
0: Okay, good. I mean, that works for us, man. that's know. A, Yeah. And I love Celine Dion, so there okay. we go. <laughs> um, <laughs> I do want to, uh, we're going to do one more clip from Officer Dullard. We'll get to meet him. Yes. Uh, Sean Penn, right? Sean yeah. Penn.
1: Yeah. yeah. No, um, Chris Penn. Chris Sean Penn P- was there his you. brother.
0: That's the one. Yeah, he,
1: yeah Willard from
2: <laughs> Footloose. Yeah. Uh, enchanting evening, uh, officer. What seems to be the problem? Well, you've got a tail light. I'd like to see your license. Oh, there are so many people oh, in this movie that are up. people from other movies that I never like. Yeah, from. yeah, She's
3: She's together. Hola.
2: All right. Um. I was wondering if you could help us. Uh, you see, we are three young career
4: girls from career girls, <laughs> career girls. Mm-hmm. Yes, from New York over City, one and we've had one time we so drag and it did not go
3: well. yeah. so Who do you think we are? We're watching this. Yeah. I was like, West Virginia. Lost. Yikes! Actually. Yeah, for girls? West Virginia. Yeah. Yeah.
2: We're a long way from West Virginia, girls. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm pissed
3: at the police well, right I was now. So I was could like, you possibly help us find a right? moderately priced hotel? But again, another example of allyship. No, we don't shift. go from that around these parts. Yes.
0: I, I did have like to uh, speaking
3: for the other people. I did have to bleep out
0: there. <laughs> I decided it was appropriate to get rid of that uh, in, oh, yeah. in, in the in the film here. So yeah.
3: Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually was watching I'm, it on Netflix and I was like uh <laughs> no, delete, delete.
1: Delete. Yeah. Um just so you guys know, before the, the scene where Chris Penn reaches <laughs> up Patrick Swayze's dress,
4: mm-hmm.
1: Patrick Swayze put a corn cob in his underpants. <laughs> and so when Chris Penn like, jumps back in shock, it was because, and that's like a legit yeah. shock because like there was a that. yes, I thought it was hilarious. Nice. So nice. when I read that, I was like, go oh, Patrick that Swayze. Funny, <laughs> I'm right glad on. to know he had a sense of humor.
0: <laughs> sure. Um, so we're, we're about ready to end our first half here, but before we get to the break, we always have a little activity that we do with our guests and that activity has a theme song And that theme song was provided by Mr. Bob Fredericks. So I'm going to go ahead and play the theme song. Oh, wrong one. There it is. Chop this, chop this synopsis. Chop this
4: synopsis.
0: Chop this, chop this synopsis. All right. It is time for us to play Chop This Synopsis. Uh, And this is an activity that we ask that you take this movie to Wong Fu, thanks for everything, Julie Newmar, and reduce it down to 10 words or less. Uh, so you want to describe the whole movie in 10 words or less. I'm going to recommend that you probably don't use the title because that's going to be eight of your 10 words right there. Right. Um, so yeah, if you want to, and you'll have the break to figure it out. So when we come back from the break, we'll get your 10 word synopsis of this movie. I know it's a lot of movie to cram into 10 words. Um, <laughs> but we're going to play a couple of tra- or, uh, uh, ads for another uh, some of our friends, some other podcasts, and then we'll come back after the break, and we will get right back to that after these messages.
1: Jamie, I need you to keep the dogs quiet. I'm recording a commercial for the Elemental podcast, so can you keep them quiet during this recording of my commercial for the Elemental podcast? I mean, I know the dogs bark a whole lot, when we actually record the podcast on Mondays and Thursdays and during the Patreon on Saturdays. But during the commercial, we need the recording to be dog bark free. Can you do that for me, Jamie? Can you keep the dogs quiet during the recording of this commercial for the Elemental podcast that people can listen to every Monday and Thursday and the Patreon on Saturday? Can you do that for me, Jamie? Thanks, Jamie. Appreciate it.
0: Chop this, chop this synopsis. And we're back. All right. Thank you guys so much for uh, patronizing those uh, ads that we uh, just threw at your faces and ears. Uh, Yeah. Go listen to those podcasts. Uh, They're friends of ours. They've been on the show and uh, go help them out with some listens. Otherwise, it is time for the rousing conclusion of Chop This Synopsis. So, Ginger, if you could, please regale us with your 10-word or less synopsis of Tu Wong Fu. Thanks for everything. Julie Newmar.
3: What if it's twelve words.
0: That's you you do you you know. It's, we'll
3: we'll, hyph- we'll hyphenate a couple. Yeah, in right, our yeah. You just blend
0: it's, a couple words together.
3: Thank you. It's twelve <laughs> words. We will pretend the extra two don't exist, like Chick Fil A pretends I don't. So,
0: <laughs>
3: okay, it is.
0: Right, we can just end the podcast right there. <laughs>
3: Boom. Yeah. Right. I'm kind of hungry. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Ten drag queens accidentally challenge racism and misogyny in small town USA.
0: Okay. All Love right, it! All right, I'd watch that. I'd click on that movie. We'll see what happens. Me too. Yeah, perfect. I mean, right.
1: yeah, that's especially right now. And Happy Pride Month, by the way. For sure.
0: Yeah. I well, know that there's
1: I, I, there's a lot like you know there's a lot going on. So there's not just one cause right now. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Um, and I do. I looked for like a Pride Month, um, uh, per, like the when you have your profile picture and you can put a frame around yeah. it and i was super disappointed because there was it was so limited because there was so much other stuff so um you know we don't we don't want to lose that and like everything that we have going on in the mix on. of
0: all this for sure yeah yes.
1: right
3: yeah i'm trying to spread that i'm doing a couple different shows and things <laughs> and we're trying to spread the message that uh no pride until black lives matter so we can be gay you know and be drag queens another time uh in another place and we will be Sure. Um but before we can do that, we have to really acknowledge the black trans community and the yeah, black trans who really made it so that way I can even be on this Zoom right now and that mm-hmm. that way this movie could even exist. So um yeah. you know, that's <clears throat> that's kind of how it's it's weird and it's like a weird you know, I was so looking forward to pride but then I was like, I am not in a prideful movie.
1: Yeah, right. I mean, that's what you have to do, and you know, good for everybody for standing up together. Like Mm -hmm. you said, the the privileged needs to stand in the way. So, yeah, don't feel like you can't like just. Shout that shit out on here because oh, perfect. Any, uh, uh, anybody that was a Trump fan stopped listening a long ass time ago. For, yeah,
0: because, yeah, yeah. We got our we got our one like uh, pissed off Trumper within our first like three months of doing the podcast that felt necessary to come on and tell us how to to try yeah. to tell us how to do the podcast. So they yeah,
1: ma- yeah, they need to stop talking about how much they hate Trump and just stick yeah. to movies. Yeah. No. Stop listening to our podcast, fucker.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> Speaking of somebody who uh, decided to chime in and talk to us, we just got an email uh, to the email address for the podcast for like the first time in, I don't know, probably six months. Somebody <laughs> uh, actually sent an email. Don't address. tell
1: them that. You want them to think that we have hundreds <laughs> of emails, right? right.
0: Uh. Well, no, normally we get all of our interaction through the Facebook page, but this yeah. person sent us a, an actual email. Uh, so their name is Daniel Blanchard. And they uh, caught on to us from Stu's podcast, from the Elemental podcast, when he came on to do Back to the Future, and he's been listening ever since. So he recommended that we do uh, the movie Rudy, which we told him we'll probably get to sometime in the fall. So if you're into that sort of thing, we'll be doing that movie uh, when it gets closer to actual football time, I guess. That's what they tell me. (laughs) I don't really know when football time is, but that's... (laughs)
1: Now that we're doing shout outs to um, a girl. Okay. So Ginger, I don't know if you know this, but Matt and I went to high school together. That's how we got into doing all this. Mm -hmm. Um, And we went to high school with a a girl named Carrie, who I'm sure will listen to this podcast because she asked for it over a year ago. Yeah like this yeah so i'm super excited carrie thanks for keeping up on us and i'm (laughs) glad we got to finally do your movie for sure
3: so well can i ask that never mind i'll say what's her last name but oh
1: well when she was in high school it was it was um powell but she has been married and she she's a social worker so she doesn't give out like her married last name
3: listen i'm social. i'm i do social work and my whole ass name is on here so yeah (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna move along (laughs) <laughs> that's actually um, Matt I was gonna tell you it's another reason why I feel like um doing drag and doing comedy kind of lets me get a- away with things a little bit more than I would be able to get away with normally mm-hmm. although the organization that I work for is extremely progressive um, several of us you know are Um, even out like protesting on our own not on work time but sure um, we do HIV and uh, syringe access so it's a very progressive work yeah yeah so well and that's
1: another thing about this movie is like the big um, AIDS outbreak came out in 94 Mm, so like this movie came out one year after that and it was number one for two weeks I think that that's I think that goes to show that that's Like pretty progressive because it's not all the movies that had come out before that were, um, you know, people that could watch gay people dying and feel bad for them, but still like, you know, like in their minds or when they're at church, be like, oh, this is bad, but this is like three happy-go-lucky, yeah, like this is a
0: joyful experience for for the most part. I mean, there's clearly some issues that they're all going through, but in the end, I mean, it turns out to be a, a fun story. um i don't know that i i was really hope or not hoping i was really expecting them to lean a lot more into the fact that wesley snipes was a, a black man a black gay man in the middle of america which would have also been its own problems probably at the time um but they did not focus on that they focused more on the 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 vibe of the movie i guess which i mean maybe a plus i don't know but um, I,
1: I did not enjoy his performance in this movie. Okay. And I don't know if it's because, like, I love, like, passenger, fish, passenger oh, it's the beer talking. Passenger 57. <laughs>
0: it's legu- and, like
1: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, and the Blade movies and stuff. Yeah. like, I just, I didn't, I don't know, I didn't buy into it necessarily. I did like that he was, you know, that he was giving that, that's, you know, a black um, drag queen a voice. Sure. Um, I do feel like they probably could have found somebody better to do it.
0: But I, I mean, I think the whole point, the, the point is not to pass, right? Like the point no, is not to look no. like a lady, right? Necessarily. It's very much a performance art sort of thing. And I i feel like yeah. he, he was aware that he didn't, well, I mean, he wasn't the most beautiful.
1: Of the- <laughs> and I, I did not like him really at all up until he was chasing after miss Clara with the picture I I laughed my ass off for one thing because that was (laughs) hilarious and then I loved that he just or she I should say Mm -hmm. um got a chance for them to like to open up and then got her to talk and it was just very and I loved how she held her hand and um it was very heartwarming to me. For and sure. I love Miss Clara. For one thing, um she is in Ace Ventura. She's mm-hmm. yes. lace laced is out. That's <laughs> where I knew
4: her from. So I, was like, <laughs> I was like
1: I was like, Where the hell have I seen this lady? And she has yeah. played she basically played the same
4: character. Yeah. yeah, for yeah. Sure. Uh,
3: I mean I like that the film creates sort of like a utopia where a black drag queen can talk to like an eighty year old white woman. And there's no question about, like, gender or makeup. They're talking about something completely different, which is, you know, even if we break into the mainstream currently, that's not the conversations that we're usually
4: having. Sure. And
3: That's not really how – it might be the conversations that we're having, but we have to first, you know, explain what's going on and why we're looking like – so I, I like that it kind of was this whole other – almost like whole other reality that they entered where the people were like, almost like we have bigger, you know, we, it was a weird, like we have bigger fish to fry, but we're also super behind the times, like rustic, like wild West. And so I thought that was a really interesting way that they did that. And I liked that the film showed Wesley Snipes, black Dragon character as like this soft, um, feminine black gay man who like, really 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 care that she dropped a, a picture you know a piece mm-hmm. of paper or a picture mm-hmm. and chased after her just to give her that and to show the delicacy of like and the humanity behind black people yes. especially right now I kind of touched yes. me where I was like I like that they showed like you know a lot of people are scared especially of the. it reminds me a lot of Bob the drag queen because mm. that is I don't know if you guys know of Bob the drag queen but mm, no I want queen. to now though Um, It's so funny because I just watched all the episodes of uh, the show on HBO. It's called We're We're Here. We're Here. They're all queer. Uh But it's three drag queens that travel to places like this in the movie. And they pick out three different people. They all get assigned a person. um, And they put them into drag, whether it be king or queen. Mm -hmm. And then they also teach their town and, and them something about life. And it's funny because they have a black queen. They have a uh, also another black queen who Shangela, um, who is a lighter skin tone. And then they have a big ass, like white queen who she calls herself the elephant queen. She's huge. <laughs> and so um, all these like dudes and is pretty like fishy is the term, like womanly looking. Okay. She she might be able to pass. The other two cannot, and people know that's a drag queen. For and sure. so it's you should watch it. It's very good. It's I I was crying but I think it almost was following this movie where I was, I, it dawned on me like, oh my God, there's three of them. They're traveling to like middle America. Yeah. Um, and most, it was interesting because most of the places they went to, you know, the people were kind of like, okay, cool. Um, kind of like when I do shows in Ludington. It's very like, <laughs>
4: okay, we don't
3: know. Like they don't know what's going on, but they don't want to mm. know. Even and I'm so concerned yeah. about doing you shows in Luddington. I believe it was Branson, Missouri was where they were, which is really like, uh, reminds me of this movie. And people, as soon as they got off of their little bus, they went to a coffee shop, they explained that they were there for a show, and they called the police on them immediately. And this was filmed earlier in like March or February. Yeah, Yeah, that's crazy. Um, And so it just came out though on HBO. I have, I just watched all of it. And it's very, it's very, uh, the parallels are very like obvious huh. to this film to where I was like, oh my God, they're doing this, but in real life. And I'm so
2: sure.
3: it's mm-hmm. interesting that this film kind of has that like, um, parallel universe where people don't care enough, the drag and gender, they don't, they, it's, and she reveals at the end Rizzo, which I'm shocked about <laughs> uh, reveals that she knows, but yeah. like the whole time. she says like, girl, I don't care. And I thought that was really interesting that she was like, "Yeah, okay, that's great," but I just care about what you've done with me and for me. And mm-hmm. the show we're here is really interesting because people, the people that they're helping, feel that way, but the other people in that town, in all the towns, do mm-hmm. not feel
1: that way. Sure. And so
3: I, re- you should go watch it. It's okay. really
1: um, I want to right now. Yeah, like yeah. that's right up
3: my alley. I was like um, sobbing. So so I, really
0: <laughs> enjoy, I, I enjoyed when when Clara finally developed as a character because they talk about her being uh her husband left for a film distributor because he owned the movie theater in town and that's what those two bonded over was uh love of movies and then it brought her out of her little shell that she was in so that was a neat little process but there is a clip i have that does introduce kind of everyone in town so I'm going to play this as they're sitting on the front porch and describing the issues with all of the people in town. So, I do
1: love this. Here we go. <laughs> they found the one gossiper. Hello,
4: Hello. Alcoholic.
0: Uh, but before we get to it, did you notice the lady who runs the beauty parlor? Do you know who she is? Mandy?
1: No. Is she, what, which, what is her name in the movie? Uh,
0: it's not Marna. It's the other one. Um, yeah because
1: Myr- Myrna is from Harry and the Henderson that's the one I was gonna say that. so that is her okay. that is Myrna. Yes. So she's
0: from she's the one who runs the beauty parlor but anyhow here we go
4: low self-esteem oh her daddy used to call her baby ugly well, she took to the bottle
2: just as soon as she could me too her. Over there, her and her husband ain't had sex for nearly seven years
0: i love how she knows that to be a fact like well the thing
2: is
1: we, matt and i are from a small town and this kind of shit like you just kind of know you know a, a
2: little uh, yeah. stutter the boy
0: in the shop is a stutter and there's Clara. Here we go. You, you
2: can say anything to her. She don't hear you. She can't say nothing. She can't, she can't hear you. Say, no.
1: The stockings are falling down. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's no medical reason. Ever
2: since her husband lost the movie theater business and you ran off with that lady, a film. What do you call it? Distributor.
0: There is no way that that town supported a movie theater in any way whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> there were like oh twelve God. people in the town.
1: <laughs> Just so you know, John Leguizamo. He. he he um frequently improvised, and it pissed yeah. Patrick it pissed Patrick Swayze <laughs> off because we we've, we've had Patrick Swayze on a couple of movies. When he did Red Dawn, he was he basically like made that movie because he was the only one that knew how to make a movie. Sure, and um he actually threatened in in John Linguizamo's biography he he said that. Patrick Swayze threatened to punch him in the face if he s- wouldn't stop uh, improvising, which I was like, well, this is John Leguizamo, you know, like, this is, but then I thought, well, if I- my line was supposed to come after your line, and mm-hmm. you didn't say the line, like, I wouldn't even fucking know <laughs> right.
3: what I was and supposed I to say. I think, too, like, you add, you know, your acting, but the element of drag, like, I'll put y'all in drag and show you, it is not comfortable. Like, it is no. not.
4: Sure.
3: I put my and- sister in drag for fun, and she <laughs> he was like, halfway through, was like, can we just take a picture? And then like, <laughs>
4: and I was <laughs> like, no,
3: you have to do the live with me. But it, I mean, I can't imagine not being used to it. And then mm-hmm. being in that and someone being like, I'm just going to do what I, you know, also uh-huh. because his character isn't seen as like a polished, fully realized thing. Mm-hmm. And Patrick Swayze's is. So it adds that whole other element of like frustration of like, yo, <laughs>
1: yes and act and um according to the three of them after the movie was over they did like a giant bonfire um <laughs> where they they burned their costumes and their wigs and their makeup <laughs> because they were just so sick of having to like become a woman it was cool
3: unquote it's uncomfortable yeah
0: <laughs> i watched an interview with patrick swayze where he said that wesley snipes was like relieved and done with it but he actually had a moment he said where he Realized that he didn't get to be that anymore, and he was actually proud. He seemed very proud of how pretty he thought he like he was, you know. Uh-huh. Um, and he said that they asked him about what it was like to be in drag all the time and like walking around in heels. And uh, he said that he has had um, experience teaching women how to walk, and in- he's a da- he was a dance instructor and a dancer for a long time. And he said, "I've had a lot of experience teaching women how to walk in heels," but he said it's a totally different story when it's me doing the walking. Uh, he said, "Yeah, it tore up his lower back. He said it was very painful for his lower back." And <laughs> yeah. stuff, so. You know yes. what? Believe
3: it or not, I am literally. Let me back up. Let me show. you. <laughs> I am fully in heels right now. Okay, I was yes, yeah, so it's yes.
0: Not, it's not the waist up sort of deal. Huh? Oh my gosh, I, I love am, like, this.
3: Fully like a woman right now, and yeah.
0: i have,
3: like, <laughs> Oh my gosh!
2: So I
3: I did it for y'all. Nice, but thank we, you. I appreciate it. Yeah. I think. Um, Yeah, it is so hard. I mean, just the heels part is hard. Uh And then you add on, you know, like this, and it's like you can't breathe because it's like a tight silicone T-shirt. And everything, you guys joked at the beginning, everything is glued on. (laughs) These are (laughs) clip-on earrings. So they are like... I was going
1: to... I wondered the whole time. I was like, do most drag queens pierce their ears or do they always wear clip-ons? You know what they do?
3: This is an inside, an e-Hollywood inside scoop. Um, (laughs) They actually will use clip-on earrings and then they'll use the um i i was gonna put on nails but i was like no i'm too <laughs> <laughs> but they'll put up they'll use um nail glue like they put on fingernails uh-huh. and they'll put that on their ear their actual ear and then they'll put that on top and i've known a lot of drag queens who have gotten infections from it ripping off ripping the their skin glue. off yes yeah, it rips their skin off so i don't do that but um yeah, they'll if they're especially like dancing queens who do dancing. cartwheels and flips and things, and they want like a dangly, they'll glue it on with like super glue or or nail glue. No. it is everything is tacked on. <laughs> so that yeah.
1: that is dedication. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I, I actually, oh, and on, one more thing because yep, sure. it it has to do with what we're talking about. Yep. Um, Patrick Swayze, he um got the role because outside of this movie, he did. Um, a completely improvised 30 minute like act about being bullied as a kid um, because he did ballet when he was young and he lived in Texas. Oh yeah. So he got a lot of, yeah, flack for that. So just, I just wanted to point that out too. Huh. Cause we were talking about all that
2: stuff. So, uh,
0: so we haven't done, uh, we didn't get like, so this is another one of those movies where they say the name of the movie in the movie, uh-huh. uh, but this one makes a little more sense than a lot of them do. Uh, But here's that clip. So this is where they discover Julie Newmar is watching them over Patrick Swayze's shoulder.
3: Miss Julie Newmar has been watching silently over this entire (laughs) conversation. She's so amazing, Miss Julie. (laughs) She is the perfect, the ultimate. Try to describe her and not use the word
4: statuesque.
3: (laughs) Miss Julie, you are statuesque, and you were the only Catwoman. Oh, read it, please.
2: To Literally. Wong Fu, thanks
0: for everything, Julie Numa. Who was Wang Fu? <laughs> well, I don't know, but evidently they were close. And we I know who Wang Fu is. Oh, I was going to say, we never find out. <laughs> but all, right, all right. No,
1: they don't tell you in the movie. Um, uh, Wang Fu, uh, or he, as his friends call him, Fui. Okay. Um, he was the head bartender at the China Bowl restaurant. Um, it was on 152nd West or 152 West 40th, 44th Street on Broadway in 1983. Um, the restaurant was covered with headshots and famous actors and actresses who had stopped by the place. So, so that's the
0: um, restaurant they were in. Was, was it must that- have
1: been? Yeah, this is all real. Like yeah. that, but he, the I'm sorry. In 1993, the, that uh, restaurant actually closed. Uh-huh. So this came out a couple of years later, sure. but it's kind of like the same, huh. the same thing. So, yeah. And I do want to also say to Vigo Mortensen, Gary Oldman, Matt Dillon, Robert Downey Jr., Rob Lowe and Mel Gibson were all considered for the roles of these. Yeah. Okay. Those are actually all white people. So obviously Wesley Snipes would have, and um, they must've all been going for Vita i'm assuming
0: well i like i said though they didn't really write the script as if he were a black man it didn't really come like it wasn't written in the way that i that they focused on it so it may not have been written as a, a, a black drag queen and specifically um, yeah but
1: when he says look she's running like she's running for the border uh-huh. uh or running over the border like i feel like that is a comment that could not have been said by a white man <laughs> well, back in 1995
0: yeah yeah i don't, I don't know um Here is when they stop at the hotel uh, that they they finally uh, Chi Chi finally talks them into stopping in a hotel. They were going to sleep in the car, but they decided not to. And she takes uh, takes the reins and decides to go in and uh, see what happens here.
4: You know, budget hosts
1: are
3: really good. I'm serious. They let you keep the mints on the pillows, even if you don't stay the whole night, mommy. It's a budget <laughs> hosts. Oh, I don't know. It's, it's just
2: so middle America.
0: It's just so middle America.
2: Why don't we just sleep in the car? Nuh-uh. Oh, Nuh-uh. Please. If I don't sleep in a real bed, I'm going to start to freak, okay? People are going to be cruel <laughs> to us. It could get violent. Beating. You know, we've been party there before. before. Fine, let's throw you to a pity party, okay? To Radio ladies.
0: Radio ladies. lady are doing
2: now? you got to live life before
0: She's
1: like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hitchhike and ride some man back to New York oh, City. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she's great.
1: Um, so also the other cameo that we haven't mentioned is Naomi Campbell. I don't know yeah. if you re- saw that she, yeah, she was the you said person. you're so
0: beautiful to Maxima. Yes. Uh,
1: oh, yeah. Yep. 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 So that's that's pretty much it for my um, fun facts. Okay. And I. So if we want
0: to do you want to do the box office? office? Yeah, all right. sure. We're, we got another little activity that we play, and it is uh, also has a theme song. This theme song was provided by Mr. Stu McAllister. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: That's, song. That's it. That's it. Box office theme song.
1: <laughs> and actually, this is going to be very short, okay? Because I cannot find what the budget was to make this movie oh, how, anywhere.
0: How long, or how much it took to make it? I looked no. for
1: it in like three, like three different times today in like
0: different probably places? twenty
1: different areas, and I read so much stuff that was just like, yeah. Okay. So all I know is how much this movie
3: made. Worldwide gross.
0: Okay. So go ahead and guess, Ginger. How long? How much do you think this movie made?
3: I'm so poor. I, like any number sounds big to me. Um, <laughs> I, I would know. imagine if I had to <laughs> I guess how
0: much it cost to make this movie, I would have said it's got to be somewhere in the Upper teens to like 20 million, somewhere in that area. That's what I figured. I figured it was probably
1: going to be about 20 million. So
0: I'm, but yeah, if if that were considered probably close to the budget to make it, what do you think it made overall? I don't know the answer either. So
3: I don't know. I would guess like because it's such a niche film too. And Mm -hmm. but I feel like now it's kind of like a classic, you know, type thing. Um, maybe like 11 million over budget. So, okay. Uh, wait, do
1: you think it wait, do you think that they only made 11 million or do you think they I made, don't know how to guess
3: math, but I'm going to say 11 million for Okay. they only made that much. So that's how much they okay.
0: cleared over budget probably. Yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. Uh,
3: okay.
0: I would say I think because you actually let slip earlier that it was number 1 for a couple of weeks. Um so that probably made a huge pile of money in the first few weeks, I would guess. So I'm going to say somewhere in the round uh like the 50 million ish mark.
1: Yeah, that's uh, actually very close. Forty-eight million. Forty-eight million. Okay. All
0: right. Wow. Which
1: is very respectable for 1995.
0: Sure. And there's no way that movie cost more than 20. I can't imagine it cost more than 20 to make.
1: No. So no. they
0: they doubled their budget for sure.
1: It would have. I mean, most of the stuff would have been spent on like their outfits and when they made up the ladies and yeah. Yeah. Well, and i oh, sure. the soundtrack are very expensive yeah.
3: too. Yeah. Yes. I know. Yes. RuPaul too. I also love also um fuck RuPaul. But, and his fracking, but uh, at the time, RuPaul was not fracking. And I really love that his name is Rachel Tension.
2: Yeah. Yes. Um
3: Because I also love it because it sort of predicted the future with Rachel Dolezal. I was yeah. like, wait a minute! Like I said, oh my god! Like Rachel Dolezal, and I was like, wait, <laughs> that was before, you know. So yeah. um, I, uh, I love that she's wearing like the Confederate flag. Yeah. I, just, I love yes. that. Like, Lowered down from the ceiling. To yeah. yeah, I love that.
0: Here is that clip where they introduce her <laughs> and the rest of the um, the little cast here. <laughs>
3: I had to get comfortable. I've
1: been sitting crisscross applesauce. This year's I- drag
0: queen of the year last year's winner put your hands together
4: for miss rachel tension here we are again
2: another year flies by and it's time to crown a new drag queen of the year
3: this is when rupaul still did his own makeup too yeah i don't know if you guys know the scoop on like drag you know things but Mm. rupaul doesn't you know Now he doesn't do his own wigs or hair or anything like that. A lot of people ask me, like, do you do your own makeup? Do you do your hair? And I have people that, will like, fix this to make it look like that. But I have to keep it, you know, nice. And I do my own makeup. And I'll buy costumes from people. Or this is from, like, Amazon. But we do it, you know, I do it all myself. But RuPaul now doesn't do any of his drag. He's got, like, handlers. No, for real. He has people that put, like, his, you know, help him put his tights on. And help him do the do everything and so um with the drag race finale and everything that's been going on through zoom he hasn't had those people there so he wasn't in drag for like any of those things so people were very upset Uh
1: yeah well I do I did want to ask you have you thought about moving do you feel like Michigan is like such an intolerant place that you just would be happier somewhere else? Or are you good to go? Like you're like blazing trails here, or how do you feel? You
3: know, I'm um, fine here, but I I dated someone in Chicago for a while, and I was looking at moving there, which would be pretty, it would take some saving up, but it wouldn't be that hard. Mm -hmm. Um, My partner currently, I'd wanna move with him, but eventually Chicago in a year or two might be um, still a thing. I think that though, I've noticed with West Michigan that um, a lot of people move away and Mm -hmm. they don't stay to fix what's going on um, or to even try. And so um, something that I've been trying to, as I get older, uh, something that I've been trying to do is be a little bit more patient and um, work with people here. I had a couple, I had a show that was going to happen at a comedy project, my own thing for the Mm -hmm. first time with my name on it um and then coronavirus happened like Uh, literally right when it was about to get announced. Fuck you, COVID! (laughs) I was so sad, I was like, no! (laughs) So um but I I think that in Grand Rapids we are moving towards a place where we're able to carve out a space um where it can be comfortable but currently it's not super duper comfortable Mm -hmm. but I, I especially with everything going on around Black Lives Matter and really advocating for people who are even less marginalized than myself, I think that there's a lot happening, a lot changing. Um, but I'm from the South. I don't know if I like said that. I'm I'm from uh, Atlanta. And
1: okay. I, I we did up, not know
3: that. Yeah, I don't. I always joke that I've uh, deep throated enough dicks to get rid of my accent. Finally, <laughs> I, I don't really. Think, it'll come out sometimes. <laughs> it'll come out sometimes, but I don't really have an accent. But I. Um, I lived in the south until I was like seventeen, um, but you know during that time I didn't. I really didn't even know that gay people existed, and so it was never really. I never like. I always tell people. I don't know if I'm allowed to say the word porn, but I didn't even like look yeah. at gay porn. Like I didn't even. You can know say porn.
1: anything you want on here.
3: <laughs> I I really didn't even think that that stuff. Uh, I didn't even think of that. Really, I really sure. didn't. And I think some people are like, no, you must have thought it. I really you know was that kid that would like look at like men's health magazines and i was like look at their naked Um, that was like the extent of it you know in a walmart or something but i didn't know that gay people or queer people existed at all and so what's interesting is that as i moved here i remember you know in the south i never saw i really honestly didn't really see confederate flags or barns or anything you know that you would think of in the south, sure, like um, super rural for type. Barrel. Of, right. <laughs> um, and then I moved here to Mason County for like two years to finish high school, and it was so like yeehaw, and I was like, what in the world? There was yeah. I went from being like the minority of being a, a white person where I lived, really, uh, kind of, and then where it was very. It was actually racially diverse to the point where like. I used to be one of those people that was like, you know, I don't see color because I really, it was so blended there that I didn't even like notice. Sure. And then when I moved, I was like, oh, <laughs> oh my God. There's, yeah. only, there's only white people. And if there is a black person, they're adopted. And yeah. so that was so like sh- shocking to me. So I think that it, it it is a place currently where it's a little bit intolerable, but it's becoming a place that through like the current revolution that we're living through, it could hopefully change for the better. And I think that even in the comedy world, I've seen a lot of people welcome me and really like, they they start to understand why I'm doing what I'm doing and understand that I'm doing the same thing that they're doing really
4: mm-hmm.
3: um, from, for their group, even the, you know, straight white, people, straight white guys. Sure. Started to really understand like, Oh, okay. I, I see what's happening. And, um, yeah, so I think I think I could move, but I yeah. also think that it's it's changing over time.
1: Can I do you mind if I ask you a question that possibly our, our listeners are thinking? Yeah. Um are most are all like most drag queens queer? Or are some are I there are there crazy. straight Gweg or uh, straight oh my gosh, it's the beer. Are there okay, straight I'm... drag queens? Yeah,
3: <laughs> there, there are. I think that um, A lot of people conflate the idea of like gender and sexual orientation together, that they're the same or that they're like inseparable with one another. Mm -hmm. And that really confuses. It's not out of um, people being malicious, but it's more just confusing for people. They don't really know how to understand separating the two. And so I have um, it's not widely there, but I have seen a lot of uh, straight men do it you know for fun and then they do it one time and they do it i you know put friends into drag and they're like oh i have to i have to do this again because it was just so fun for you know to walk into a bar and for everyone to part like the red sea because (laughs) maybe they're scared but maybe they're like they think it's cool yeah yeah i think gender is something that everyone you know female you know doing male drag drag king stuff or men doing drag queen stuff or everything in between it allows people to kind of live out a fantasy that's not real and i think a lot of people they kind of hit it on in the movie hit on it in the movie but even my mom she gets it now but i think at the beginning a lot of people that don't know what drag queens are Mm -hmm. and i think they might even think this about rupaul which is i don't see rupaul as a sexual being at all like i've never been like oh i wonder like how i i don't it's just not sexual to me sure but i think a lot of people think that drag queens are some type of like weird sexual like almost cross-dressing which has its own lane and yeah, yeah. Some of the lanes crossover but i think people think that that's all they lump it all into one sure. rather than performance art kind of like comedy and so i i think that there are are and there could be more um, straight men who do drag sure. just to kind of, even for one night, to live out that fantasy. And I will say since we're on here, if y'all want to pay me money, I will try to do <laughs> fantasy. Only because I, I really think that when men do drag straight men do drag mm-hmm. for Halloween and it's kind of half-assed I'm like, no, no, <laughs> I, want to, like, I want you to really do it. You know what I mean? Like well, I, had I want to, you to really do
0: it. I got to witness that experience with Stu when, uh, Stu was doing tonight, tonight with Stu McAllister, uh, he got the full, uh, at least from the neck up, uh, yes. r- uh, makeover drag makeover. And it was, yeah. uh, it was great. Yeah.
3: And even now my makeup is way more, I think. Polish and, mm-hmm. and fully realize. So I do even want to if mention you did that, it'd be even more intense.
0: Uh that you were saying that you don't think of uh RuPaul as a like a sexual being or anything. Uh he just got a lot more sexual uh or or uh more attractive to me. I just looked up his net worth. Uh it says, <laughs> it, says Ru- it says RuPaul's worth somewhere in the neighborhood of sixty million dollars. So Yes, uh, I wanted I don't, to
3: frack my whole and I, I d I don't think I'd put my own tights
0: there. on either if I was uh <laughs> So, um, <laughs> you know,
3: i actually listened to a drag podcast and they said so we have um drag padding that makes it look like we have hips like a uh-huh. pear shape or whatever and i read that rupaul actually because his legs are so skinny
2: mm-hmm.
3: he gets he, custom pads that go all the way from above the hip all the way down to his ankle and it's just foam on the side to make wow. him look like his legs are a little bit bigger yeah and
4: i he's was like six foot free like
3: right <laughs> and it's all part of that like illusion but all of his gowns if you ever watch a show
1: all the way down to the floor
3: all the way down the floor and they're always made by zaldi the, the designer oh. and so his gowns are you know custom made his drag his makeup is done by other drag queens his hair is done by, and so <gasps> i think he's also RuPaul is a strange character especially to play that rachel rachel tension because he as a real person is um married to a rancher and so his husband, I think they live in, like, some yeehaw somewhere.
4: <laughs> and they, they
3: own, like, acres, of, acres of land. Mason <laughs> County. Yeah. Right, they live in Mason County. <laughs> fracking. But RuPaul has uh, been outed recently for doing fracking on the land that he owns.
2: Oh, okay. So, Awful.
3: Yeah. And so he hasn't, and he also, RuPaul is a strange, strange, weird thing because he's done a lot for black people and done a lot for black queer people, like mm-hmm. a ton. But it's almost like, from a drag thing's perspective, it's almost like he stopped, and then it was like, okay, I'm done. Which I I can't tell a black person what to do. Yeah. Sure. Tired and exhausted in our country. Yeah. Okay. But for queer people, it's almost like, okay, I did what I did, and now I'm here just to like keep making money. And I'm I don't have a problem with queer people, especially black queer people, making their 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 money, but. I think that he maybe fell off track somewhere. And I know a lot of queer people are kind of like, get rid of RuPaul now." now. <laughs> sure. He hasn't really updated. And it's, it's just, I weird. guess there's it's not
0: scary. really like a retirement plan for a drag queen though. Like I mean, no. what you, you, you can't just like call it good and head back to the farm, I guess. I don't know. Right. But.
3: And it's really weird, especially retired, speaking of retirement, cause he's older. Yeah. You know, there were some episodes at the beginning of this most recent season where he had, uh, almost like a, do rag situation mm-hmm. and it just was very weird because he would always be very like oh then with the glasses and the suit when he would come out as a boy and he had this two rag situation and he looked really like really tired like mm. It, and no it was very strange sure and then a lot of queer people were saying that he got the yank where they like did the- <laughs> they're calling it the yank and that's why he was covering up like bandages Yeah. and so i actually was like oh my god that actually makes a lot of sense yeah so, it does i think that that show has done a lot but it's so weird that he played that rachel tension character sure
0: yeah. <laughs> all right uh all right ladies but normally I talk about Aid. Eight- Asians Hold on. Are, we are going to have re- to. Yeah. We're, we've got one. Another minute. three-parter. <laughs> we've got one minute left in this little uh, time frame here. So we're going oh, to have to come back uh, if you don't mind. So, uh, no. We're going to cut and break to another uh, ad then. And then we will be right back again after this message. And then we'll wrap okay. it up after that. So hang tight. We'll be right back.
3: Hi. This is Bob from Your Welcome Future Self, the podcast. Each week, myself and my co-host Adam come together to become less terrible people one episode at a time. It's a show about creating goals and trying to keep them. I hope you listen in wherever you get your podcasts and join us on our journey of self improvement and mental health and stability (laughs) or instability. I don't know, but come on and join us.
0: Okay, and we are back for a second time. Uh so now Yay! let's uh yeah, let's uh, what were where were we at? What were we talking about?
1: Uh we were gonna do ages, I we think. We were
0: just talking about how much money RuPaul is worth. So that's oh uh, yeah, that it's both depressing Good. and exciting for, for her yeah. him, you know, whatever. And <laughs> uh yeah, so uh off to the next game we've got. We're gonna do ages, and for that one we don't have a theme song anymore. I'm gonna just stop using that theme song because I'm afraid it's gonna get flagged on the YouTube. So this yeah. game is called, How Old Are They? Woohoo. So Manny, take it, take it away. <laughs>
1: All right. So neither of you, I don't think, know how old the actors were at the time they were in this movie. Um, also, just real quick, we didn't talk about the rips. The rips to uh, Chris Penn. Chris Penn died in 2006.
0: Did he really? I didn't know that. Yes.
1: Yep. Okay. So he's, he's been gone for 14 years. Sheriff Dullard
0: years. is out. Yeah. Yes.
3: No, not to
2: him, you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um Okay, so Ginger, how yeah. old do you think Wesley Snipes was when he made this movie in
0: 1995?
3: Oh, I feel like black don't crack, so I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. This is a trick. I question. am
1: so bad. I know I'm so bad at telling black people's ages. It's not even funny. Right. Uh,
3: uh, I'm, just, I'm gonna say 31. Okay. I'm gonna,
0: I'm gonna yeah. say he was 38.
3: Okay.
1: Well, we usually give a plus or minus one year, so Ginger, you for sure closer. It's 33.
0: Okay.
1: was wow. 33. Oh, yep. He um, seemed older
0: to me for some reason. I don't know.
1: Also, rips to Swayze. He died yeah. in 09. Can you believe he died in 09? I feel yeah. like that minute, is...
2: Yeah.
1: yeah, I feel like it was just like a couple of years ago that he passed away, but...
2: yeah.
1: Uh, oh, and the pictures of him when he was about to go were yeah. horrible. I And... and like kudos to a guy that can be in Roadhouse and ripping fucking people's throats out. Yeah, and then he does this movie. Like this, he's amazing. For
4: sure. Um, yeah. so ha,
1: ha, Ginger, how old do you think Patrick Swayze was when he made this movie? <sighs> I'm
3: gonna say, I don't know how old he was when he died. Forty-one.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll stick around that same area. I'll say thirty-eight.
1: Forty-three, Ginger, Yay. for the win again. There you go. <laughs>
0: Maybe I have a talent.
3: Really? I know, right? It's not just getting table penetrated. I never knew.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is awesome. All right, so uh Matt has that same talent, which is so crazy right. that we're well, doing uh, that. And Mandy <laughs> said we add we
0: add one or two, so you get it. Right.
1: <laughs> All right, John Leguizamo, how old do you think he was Ginger? <laughs> mm. well, i
0: to say like
3: 29.
0: I will say 38. I'm <laughs> just going to keep going. What
1: the <laughs> fuck, Matt? No, he was, I, I would,
0: <laughs> yeah, go ahead.
1: He was 31. 31, okay. Oh. Um, there's one more, and this one was difficult for me. I couldn't really believe this, but how old do you think Stockard Channing was? She
0: oh, I thought named, you were going to say Clara, the no, old lady.
2: <laughs> no,
1: yeah. And I, I think, I know, right? Um, Actually, she and she. Just so you know, rips to her as well. She yeah. died in 2016. I know. Yeah, um, not that, that long ago. Alice Drummond. Yeah, she hung in there. Yeah, she did. She looked old in 95, and she made it to 2016. So, yeah. Kudos yeah. To and her. to me,
0: it's fl- it's weird because Stockard Channing. I like I don't know what part of my brain thought that like Greece was was from back in the 60s. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I didn't realize that Greece was like filmed in the 80s and was a period piece at the oh, time. I so, did not know right.
3: that
0: either. So so that, yeah. already, she already seems super old to me to begin with and I was like there's no way she's this young in this movie but yeah.
1: I'm telling you right so how old Ginger how old do you think the Sacher Channing who played Carol Ann, who the white guy <laughs> uh, beat up and saved basically like yeah. the main
3: yeah uh 44
0: okay I, Matt
1: what do you think? <laughs>
0: I'm gonna veer away from my 38. I'm gonna say <laughs> she was 40. I'm gonna say 46.
1: She was 51 wow. in this movie.
2: Right.
1: And she's still going. Yeah. I how was like, I she looks amazing for 51. Oh I my sure. god. <laughs> yeah. I want to look like her right now, and right I'm now, yeah.
3: Work done, like in the right way. Right. So Maybe? We're like, how was she? Kind of like Jennifer Aniston, where we're like. How do you look like that? I don't think Jennifer Aniston is pretty.
4: But, (laughs) but,
3: (laughs) I don't understand why we're obsessed with her. But, I do think that she looks the same. It's so weird to me.
1: Her and Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd has not aged at all. We have talked about him. And so, okay, so now that we've talked about that, if you could choose... Three straight celebrities to do drag, like maybe nowadays like, or like any, now. yeah, like remake it. Who would you choose?
3: Oh my gosh, Tom Hanks, <laughs> yes,
1: <Stop.
0: laughs> Is like young Tom
1: Hanks to or
0: old Tom Hanks? I don't even care, old Tom, like Tom Hanks, right now, like COVID 19 like Tom, Tom Hanks. Hanks.
1: <laughs> Tom Hanks has like a constant five o'clock shadow,
4: yeah.
3: though. <laughs> I love that. Oh my god! I don't. What about Kevin Hart? (laughs) Yeah,
0: Yeah. just a much shorter version. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: That would be really funny too. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. So that was it. That was all the ages that I had to
0: Robin Williams. Oh
1: yeah, rips.
4: (laughs)
0: All right, we got one more game. Oh, that's not it. (laughs) All right, this last game that we have it also has a theme song, and that theme song goes like this. I think
1: it's time we stop children. What's that You're sound? still playing this, huh?
0: Yeah, this one's I short hear? enough. What's that it's sound? only like 10 seconds long.
4: We're going to get sound? busted.
0: No, it's cool. As long as we talk over it, it's fine. <laughs> it's uh, Right? <laughs> parody, it's parody use. It's conjecture. I cut up the songs yeah. enough. It's fine. Uh, So this game is called What's That Sound? And in this game, I take a sound from the... There you go. Very good. It's always best to wear headphones or earbuds for this game. Uh, I take a sound from the movie, and I play it to you, and you have to tell me what's happening on screen during this sound, okay? So let me know when you're you're ready. I'm ready. Okay. We're going to play the first sound for you, and it goes like this.
3: (laughs) Oh. Is it? Can I guess right now? Yeah, yeah it's yours. It, yeah. I,
0: what what okay. happened though is I think it took your microphone away and it's using the microphone on your headphones, which is fine. It's just a little different. There you go.
3: Does the voice sound gayer? <laughs> I, wish, I don't think I'm allowed to say,
0: am I? I don't know. <laughs> you can. <laughs>
3: uh, I feel like this you is what some, if I did like the drive-thru at Chick-fil-A, they're like, shut the fuck up. We um, got some
0: ASMR vibes going on right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh my
3: God. Um... The noise, I think, is when <laughs> is when Wesley Snipes' character found all the costumes.
0: No, no, no! I'll play it for you oh, one more that's time. A,
1: that's
3: a good, good guess. It is a good
0: guess. Yeah, it's pretty similar, but I'll play it for you one more time.
3: <laughs> oh, okay, it's when he's playing basketball. Yeah, it's during yes. the basketball game. Yep. <laughs> nice. I just can tell it's him. Like, right, like doing that
0: weird noise. <laughs> All right, and then here is the next uh, clip. We only have two this time around, so here's clip number two. That's it.
3: Is it when Naxima's grabbing that guy's nuts? It is, yep. <laughs> <That's a song. laughs> there we go. Good That's for the you,
1: I totally thought it was Patrick Swayze pushing What's-His-Face uh, Virgil Oh, Elkador. that'd
3: be a good so, one too The fact
1: that you Yeah, that Noxzema grabbed his You know, I, think I only
3: know that because I had my sister when I was watching it, I rewinded it and was like, <laughs> funny straight guy getting beat up and,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then just in case we wondered what the rest of that sounded like here's the rest of that scene also Ooh. What's all this noise? Oh, <laughs> Oh,
2: baby you are a whole lot of women. Yes. So know what you know.
0: these guys, these oh, hill rods in this town, to were just assumed these were all women, right? No, like,
3: I can't tell if they're being yeah, like transphobic I or not. You should apologize. Like they know yeah. that they're just like big women. Or I don't know.
0: I mean, there's only so many women in that so town, so they probably don't have that like, much experience with. Right. That's
3: what I
2: figure.
1: Yeah. I don't think they really know. Oh.
2: Right. Do you like my nails? I
0: don't-
2: <laughs> Walk walk.
0: I took the sound out of the clip. Had a
2: difficult life. <laughs> oh, what did you say oh your my name was? Your name? Tommy. 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 Well, Tommy. Tommy. <laughs> this is Miss Fida and Miss Clara. And this is Miss Katina mm-hmm. and Miss Myrna. Miss Loretta. Yeah. And of course, Miss yeah. Little Bobby Lee. Little Bobby Lee. Now, Tommy, when oh, you encounter my such God. gorgeous ladies, the correct way to greet them is to say, Good afternoon, ladies. <laughs> Can you say that, Tommy? <laughs> good
1: afternoon, ladies.
0: Very good. All right.
1: Now, I love you. him. Nailed he them both. Is, yes. Great great job. I do love him, the guy that played Tommy. He Tommy? was in. Yes. He was in. Um, uh, it was Drew Barrymore where she went back to high school. Never
0: been kissed. Uh, never been, never been yes. kissed. There you go. Okay,
3: yes. I changed my movie answer earlier to never been. There you go. <laughs> uh,
0: Shaped your childhood. Um, huh?
1: <laughs> I do. I do love him. I thought I was like when I saw him, I was like, oh, I am not happy that you played this douchebag. <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> um, and then there was one other, oh, um, Jamie Harold who plays the boy that stutters, Billy. Yeah i think he is so cute i don't know <laughs> why and he was in natural born killers and he plays like he he plays a small scene huh. with um Ju- julie lewis julie- juliet yeah. lewis yeah yeah sorry beer and then <laughs> um and so I, when i saw him i was like where the i know this guy from and then i realized it was from that and i just think he's adorable just right. so,
0: with that like, weird yellow yellow pants and hat yeah. ensemble well there.
1: that was that was because of the she uh-huh. brought out yeah. all the 60s stuff i know and i That's, love that clara came out as like a hippie yeah i, I was just like this is crazy
0: it's the first time <laughs> that town has seen any color sort of- yeah, and a sort of color and yeah,
3: that's like my drag closet, which is great. Right, I don't know if I can turn it. Right. It's just there go. boas and costumes and and
1: oh my shoes gosh,
3: hairs and yeah.
1: I am so jealous. My
3: sister came down here earlier with some, you know, boy that she's getting dicked down by, and <laughs> she was like, "Look, this is my brother. He's a drag queen. Look at all this." stuff. And he was like, "Oh wow." He's like, "It's fabulous." I'm like.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, it is. It is. Isn't it? <laughs> it is uh, um, okay, so I mean we're basically tor- so we're here's a question. Uh would you watch this movie again, Ginger?
3: Yeah, I love this movie. You know what movie I would not watch? Is that a next the next question?
4: No Wait,
0: basically we don't do a rating system on this, and a lot of times when we bring people on, they may not have ever seen the movie in the first mm-hmm. place. Oh. So it's kind of a gauge on whether or not like, would you watch it again? We forced you to Or did it, it hold time. up? Or, yeah, does it hold up? And would you, yeah.
3: I think it holds up, but I also think that it, it deserves a remake, like a modern, like we were talking. Us. I think it would be so funny and so good. I think that the makeup has changed and the drag has changed so much sure. that if they redid it, you know, with modern drag queens and had those little drag queen celebrities in it, mm-hmm. people would love that. I mean, people, you know, this is like such a cult classic so i think they should remake it and i
0: think that'd be really cool 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 how about you mandy would you watch this movie again oh
3: yeah for sure I'll and i'll
1: probably watch it as long as it's on netflix like yeah i I don't don't, know if I i would pay to rent it sure just because i watched it a lot as a kid so i kind of Although, I'm not going to lie, like I completely forgot Robin Williams was in this. I feel yeah. like like that just got like deleted from my mind.
0: <laughs> sure. So, it is a very small part. He's only in it for just a few minutes. but And then he says you can have any car on the lot for $50. I, and, I was like, girl,
3: this yes. is what it probably feels like to be a DeVos. <laughs> <laughs> They're all 50 bucks. I, I was going to
0: ask you guys, too. Would you go for, uh, what did they say? Whether it's uh, style or uh whatever the pinto or whatever the hell the other one was <laughs> like it was a
1: it was a cadillac
3: or a toyota corolla yeah <laughs> would
0: you would you go for the corolla or the cadillac either one of you
3: i've had a car below i've had two cars below uh <laughs> so i would go for the ugly one and then just deal with it
0: <laughs> yeah for
4: sure
1: <laughs> yeah same and also when you're in when you're in a traffic jam in a convertible it is like being baked by the sun
3: yeah and it's crazy it is the I mean, worst
1: we, thing ever
3: yeah no we and we have like tools to keep this you know
2: mm-hmm.
3: blue to our, our head but i'm like how in the world are they in this car which is again like the fantasy of the movie is yeah
0: just, sure like, movie magic it's yeah
3: stupid <laughs> but i was like what? so yeah i have well, to. And
1: I- also, this kind of when we were talking earlier, I, I kind of thought, do you think that they kept the drag on, especially when they were in the small town, because that's how they arrived? And
3: if they walked out as men, they would have run out
0: of town. I, I yeah. yeah,
3: I think that's part of it. I think it's too like when we're in, I think they were trying to not just capture like documentary style, kind of like the We're Here show, it shows them out of drag a lot. Yeah and then they get back into drag. But I think it kind of, it's almost like you're entering the fantasy world that drag queens live in where like, you know, who's to say that certain scenes aren't the people like just imagining that they have all of that on and that they really don't and that they're embodying those characters. And Mm -hmm. so, um, and I love that. I was going to say, I love the mention of like, they talk about drag families where she says like, you know, I'm um Vita Bohem of the Bohems of Brooklyn or whatever. Or Manhattan, yep. um, And I thought that was really cool because I think a lot of people might, might be like, Oh, that's weird. But you know, drag queens really do have families like in Grand Rapids, we have the Sanchez family um, and the divine family. Like there are really are drag families.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
3: my family should just be called the house of Chlamydia, but <laughs> they really do have, you know, houses here. So I, th- I thought that was cool that they, you could kind of almost tell, but especially at the time, they probably really did have a queer person, you know, helping out with the film.
2: Sure. Yeah, sure. they they Confirm.
1: actually all they all went to New York and like, they were around the drag scene for yeah quite a while to get their yeah to get their parts and stuff. That's good. Is, yeah. I I do I do think that they they tried their best as three straight guys mm-hmm. to portray the you know and it's not insult. The drag community, for
2: sure. Yeah. Right.
0: For sure. Uh, so I wanted to ask, too, uh, so let's say there is a little Latin boy in a dress somewhere who wants to become mm-hmm. a drag queen. Uh, do you, do have you, or do you ever, like, take someone under your, your wing and, and sort of guide them through the process? Or is that a thing I, that happens? Or do people uh, just kind of go at it their own?
3: Yeah, I actually, so I'm going to, like, take this off so I can show you. But I um, have... Um, this is like a whole situation in here. Yay,
1: yeah, yeah, I'm excited. This is like a
3: tour. <laughs> a tour.
1: Yeah, if you're not oh watching gosh. this right now,
3: a bunch of costumes, yeah. and then over here we have like a bunch of wigs that are hanging. Sure. And then a bunch of mirrors. There's another mirror right there. Um, and so there's a bunch of like it's like a oh, it's like a gay <laughs> Toys R <are> Us. Um, <laughs> And so I have some friends who have been really interested in, like, hey, I really want you to do this. Um, a lot of them are gay <laughs> guys who, like, don't want to shave their facial hair. Uh, yeah. Because they're, oh, my God, what i not on. So <laughs> as long as they get over that part, I would love to help them out. I know my partner, Drew, who lives with me, um, has become a quarantine drag queen. So some people have been, like, trying to be drag queens in quarantine, and then hopefully when this is over, you know, pop out. Sure. But I know the best place to go, kind of it's funny that they have the little Latin boy and drag uh, character with the makeup, you know, the red lipstick, mm-hmm. um, a good place for drag queens to try out for the first time in front of other people and get ready with other drag queens who they may meet for the very first time when they're doing their makeup and everything around drag queens who have been doing it for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, at Rumors, Nightclub downtown in Grand Rapids, they actually, we have amateur cabaret on Tuesday Wait, night. Wait,
1: can you can you say the name of it again? I feel yes, like sir.
3: it got cut out. It's uh rumors nightclub and it's amateur cabaret. Rumorous. Okay. And yeah, it's on division, and so obviously coronavirus right now, but um, sure. it is sort of like where people can come; they can do three different songs and just try it out. I think the best thing for people to do, the fantasy, you know, doing all of this at home is really easy. Mm-hmm. Um, I live with my sister too, who we look very similar. Especially when I'm a drag queen, and so, and I live with people that I can be like, be critical. Does this look good or not? Sure. Before I get on something like this, but there, it's nice to kind of like build community. And I think the scariest part of drag, you know, besides figuring out the hair and the costume and the tights and the foam and the corset, (laughs) um, and the lashes and all of that, is actually doing it. Sure. Actually, you know, figuring out an idea and then bringing it into the world
0: i mean that's I like a really, it's very similar to comedy i feel like in that same way where like yeah. you recommend a safe place to go try comedy yeah it's not gonna be you know right. a yes. big deal you go there you try it once you see if you like it a lot of people get hooked and a lot of people just do it once and we're like i did it now i'm done and
3: right you know that's just and how it's how it works. weird because it's kind of like it's the same setup where people watch like famous comedians mm-hmm. um you know, like they'll watch like Louis C. K. and they're like, You're not sexually assaulting anyone too soon. <laughs> um, they'll no. Comed- <laughs> they'll, uh, they'll watch other famous comedians and then they'll go watch you and they're kinda like uh you know, if you don't so a lot of people like they'll watch a drag race and they'll expect every drag queen to do like a cartwheel and a flip and a split and do a joke sure. and do it, you know, and it's it's not really that way. So what I had to do for a long time I still do now. Is practicing like at home before I go out and like showing people my jokes or showing them, you know, songs that I mix together and asking them. But, um, Ambrosia, the Ambrosia family is growing against (laughs) my will. Um, so my partner, (laughs) my partner is Aria Ambrosia. Um, and so he has been doing drag and doing makeup. And so it's hard. I, I think that it's good to have someone that knows how to do it. That kind of is their drag sure. mother and teaches you that kind of stuff. Um, like, for example, like I don't have um, a five o'clock shadow when I shave because I'm a redhead. It's like blondish red hair. Yeah. And so I don't have to cover that up to color correct. Mm-hmm. But if Matt, if you were to do it, you'd want to color correct to get rid of the black. Mm-hmm. And even when I did Stu's makeup at the time, I didn't really understand that but I've done other people's makeup a lot now. So now I get it. So people are watching and they want to know you can message me on Facebook and you know, after coronavirus we can connect and we can hang out in our little drag room. Um, (laughs) Also, can I plug things right now? Absolutely. Yes, let's do that. This is the time. This is supposed to happen before coronavirus, but I believe it's, I'm hoping to do it at dog story theaters still. Um, but it's going to be called Betsy DeVos' School for Girls. And it nice. is <laughs> it is a place for uh, 16-year-old to 24-year-old people who are wanting to try out drag. So 16 to 18, will have like a parent form and the parents will be involved a little bit, okay. um, unless, they're, unless they're strange anyway. Um, but we are going to actually have a, a situation. There's a show in Chicago called Feedback where drag queens will perform and other drag queens who have been doing it for a while We'll actually give them like feedback about what they did good in their performance and what can be improved. And we're going to follow that same format. So we'll have a guest drag queen every month, maybe from drag brunch, maybe from these other big shows. And they'll be at the guest judge, but we'll be able to actually chat with the drag queens afterward. And it'll be a competition where they can win money.
2: Uh, But
3: that way they can come back and keep improving and we'll have a champion that can get knocked down. Uh, but we want to really build a space in Grand Rapids where there is that sense of community because right now there isn't, you know, especially before coronavirus, it was a lot more yeah. competitive rather than embracing one another and really mm-hmm. working on the craft. And that's something that I really, especially with comedy, that I really value with the funny girls is that um, they really embraced me and really would sit down with me and be critical and be honest and say this doesn't work or this does work or you know you're, you're harassing people too much and that's a drag queen <laughs> thing that's not really a comedy thing so people are scared of you yeah
2: and i'm really sorry great. i don't mean to
1: laugh i think no, that's great
3: That was a big <laughs> le- learning lesson where i was like why won't people you know why don't they understand and they were like that's not really the comedy world so um we're going to try to do the Betsy DeVos school for girls and hopefully teach people drag kings queens and then whatever else in between um how to still do what they want to do, but really hone in on it and hopefully perfect it. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure that we'll learn from them as well. Um, and so that's one way we're also going to try to do something called flailed it, <laughs> which is a, a gay baking version of nailed it ah, um, gotcha. with drag queen. So I'll, that will be coming out. All of this stuff was like really planned out and then coronavirus. Sure. So I'm sorry. I,
0: it's so okay. If I they like want to get information on all of that stuff, is there like a yeah. central? Do they just go to you and and find out where where that's happening? Yeah. Or?
3: So it would either be um, Ginger Ambrosia, which is on Facebook or Instagram, or Advocado Productions, which is a production company that I co-facilitate with Bucks Dine, who is a bio faux uh, queen uh, drag queen who does. Um, some like gender illusion stuff so we do mm-hmm. avocado oh. productions which is a play on uh miss advocate which is a name i was given by someone being rude <laughs> so i reclaimed it i was gonna say oh, it's like it's like obamacare <laughs> it is yes i'm the obamacare of drag um they i was gonna say it's really interesting <laughs> that in the show you kind of see different levels and different um or in the movie sorry you see different levels and different Types of drag and mm-hmm. in Grand Rapids, I think the parallel is really weird because here you have to be very polished and very put together in order to compete in a pageant like that and win a title. yeah And so, watching it back even yesterday, I was like, oh my gosh, they have these like beginner queens, and it doesn't really seem like that would happen. So, if sure. you're someone that wants to do like a beginner queen thing, just you can message me. Um, our queer community is really coming together, especially right now. Um, we've kind of been forced to, um, but in a good way where I think that after all of this and as this goes on, we're going to be able to work with one another. And I'm really excited for the Betsy DeVos School for Girls to kind of reach that younger age group Um, and to really re I think in Grand Rapids, we need to really recharge that, that drag where um, we are being political and we are being cheeky and funny Mm -hmm. And everyone, you know, when you guys heard the name, everyone is in on the joke because sure. I don't have to explain the joke yeah. because we live in DeVos world. We understand what that means and why that's right. funny. And I'm hoping that that can kind of, when we get back from coronavirus, we can kind of like get back with that spirit because I love that part of it. Sure.
2: Sure.
0: All right. Um, and then is there anywhere that people can uh, find you specifically or... Was it just Instagram? Yeah, I guess or?
3: Instagram, Facebook. It's just ginger, ginger, G-I-N-G. How do I spell it? G-E-R? Ambrosia. I don't. If you can't spell it, don't.
0: Yeah, you don't um. need to find. Yeah, they don't need to find you if they can't spell it, right? It's not like it's Leguizamo for Christ's exactly. sake. Oh all
2: know.
0: right, so they can find.
2: <laughs>
3: I'm that. I'm like, I don't know.
0: Okay, so they can find all that information through you once it starts coming out. So follow Ginger on uh, social media and then she'll get the info to you once it's available after we can all go back to playing around like idiots. We can,
1: yeah. And we can, we can put links too. Mm -hmm. Uh, We can put links on our, uh, so if you want to send us
2: that stuff. For sure. sure.
0: Uh, Mandy, do you have anything at all you need to tell anybody about or anything that you're enjoying in the real world that people should be looking at? during this time
1: of uh, I quarantine? this is my first week as a state yeah this is my first week as a stay-at-home mom I uh I went to the beach today with my kid
0: Neat, and Brad. she
1: loved it <laughs> I know I'm sorry like this is just what happened after quarantine I sure. was like hey we've been together 24-7 we can't leave each other alone now so there yeah it, right. it's been great what about you Matt
0: uh, nothing coming up really or anything. But you can uh, reach out to the show if you want to tell us anything that we did wrong or anything we got right. You want to give us a virtual high five? You can email the show at anotherepisodepodcast at gmail dot com, or you can find us on Instagram. So on Instagram, we always put out the poster for the show uh, the the Monday or no the Sunday following the Sunday prior to the episode drop. So sorry. So on Sunday, I know I'm like
4: drinking here it's
0: not you on sunday if you go to instagram and you find our page you're going to see a poster there for the next week's episode so you get a couple of days advance notice to go and watch the movie so you can join along with us Uh, which also means that ginger you're going to be on the cover of this movie replacing one of the actors that were actually on the cover so that'll be coming out shortly (laughs) you can find us there on instagram uh, otherwise, yeah, email us again like Dan did and, and suggest some movies you want us to cover. Uh, if they were part of our wheelhouse as kids, we'll totally do it and we'll see what happens. Yeah,
1: so, sometimes we, we're like, oh, yeah, we we didn't even think of that movie. Right, so yeah.
0: um, Otherwise, uh, we don't really know how to end this, so we just kind of play a clip at the end to get this uh, mess out of here. So I have one last clip left, and it goes like this. When a lady says no, she means... May- <clears throat> Get your hand off my dick, buddy. All right. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> Thank you, Ginger, for uh, joining us. And uh, yes. yeah, have uh, have Thank fun out you. there, guys. Stay safe and uh, yeah, enjoy yourselves. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs>
4: bye. <laughs>